This is Dad Reads the Word podcast, a journey through the scripture with the hope that it encourages you to listen and believe. Welcome back to Dad Reads the Word. In the previous episode, we went through John chapter 4, and that was the telling of two stories. One was Jesus' encounter with the woman at the well, and the other was the healing of the nobleman's son. Both of those are remarkable. One was, you know, Jesus interacting with the Samaritan woman alone in public. Jews and Samaritans didn't like each other at that time. Jews looked down on Samaritans. You may be familiar of another well-known parable called the parable of the Good Samaritan that was shocking in that how a Samaritan shown kindness and love to a a Jewish person. This is Jesus talking to a Samaritan woman, and he reveals his deity again by telling her things about herself that he did not, could not know unless he was God. One was, uh, you know, that she had been living a, in a immoral lifestyle with having several different male partners in her life, and that her current male partner was not her husband. Um, it, even when he told her that, it's interesting how she deflected that and said, asked him yet another sort of religious question about religious doctrine, about where should people worship. And he tells her, you know, the true worshipers will worship in spirit and truth and reveals to her that he is the Messiah. And she believed him. And because of her belief, she influenced many others to come listen to him, and they believed on him too. Uh, and then later the disciples came and they asked him, what are you doing here? And have you had something to eat? And would you like something to eat? And he tells them by way of metaphor, says, you know, my business is about doing God's work and not the Father's work and not eating right now. And and besides, the, the harvest is ready to be done and somebody's going to have to do that. And it may not be you that does it, but it may be somebody in the future but the harvest is be done. And in context, he's in in this area with all these Samaritans who the Jews don't like. So he's saying that this is for everyone, not just the Jews. It's for everyone. Salvation comes from the Jews, but it will be for everyone. And then finally, the story of this, this, this miracle again, he performs in healing this man's son from a distance in such a way that the timing reveals that it, it had to have been Christ that was the person who did the healing. Um, and so, and that also led to this nobleman to believe and all of his family to believe. So now let's move into John chapter 5. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and the Jews went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate there is a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of those who were sick, blind, lame, or paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at certain times into the pool and stirred up the water. Whoever stepped in first after stirring of the water, that person was healed of whatever disease he had. A certain man was there who had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been sick for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up, 
but while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Arise, take up your mat and walk. Immediately the man was made well and took up his mat and walked. Now that day was the Sabbath. So the Jews said to him who was cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry the mat. He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. Then they asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take up your mat and walk? But he who was healed didn't know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn, a crowd being in the place. After Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, Behold, you are made well. Sin no more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. For this cause the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him, because he did these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is still working, so I am working too. For this cause, therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also called God his own father, making himself equal with God. Jesus therefore answered them, Most certainly I tell you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father doing. For whatever things he does, these the son also does likewise. For the Father has affection for the Son, and shows him all things that he himself does. He will show him greater works than these, that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son also gives life to whom he desires. For the Father judges no one, but he has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He who doesn't honor the Son doesn't honor the Father who sent him. Most certainly I tell you, He who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life, and doesn't come into judgment, but is passed out of death into life. Most certainly I tell you, the hour comes and now is, when the dead will hear the Son of God's voice, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, even so he gave to the Son also to have life in himself. He also gave him authority to execute judgment, because he is the Son of Man." Don't marvel at this, for the hour comes in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out, and those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I don't seek my own will, but the will of my Father who sent me. If I testify about myself, my witness is not valid. It is another who testifies about me. I know that the testimony which he testifies about me is true. You have sent it to John, and he has testified to the truth. But the testimony which I receive is not from man. However, I say these things that you may be saved. For he was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony which I have is greater than that of John. For the works which the Father gave me to accomplish, the very works that I do, testify about me that the Father has sent me, the Father himself who sent me has testified about me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his form. You don't have his word living in you, because you don't believe in him whom he sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and these are they which testify about me. Yet you will not come to me that you may have life. I don't receive glory from men, but I know you, that you don't have God's love in, your, in yourselves." I have come in my Father's name, and you don't receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. 
How can you believe who receives glory from one another and you don't seek the glory that comes from the only God? Don't think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, even Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believe Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. If you don't believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Thanks for the word of God. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you could share it with others. It's my joy to be able to share it with you. This is Dad Reads the Word podcast, a journey through the scripture with the hope that it encourages you to listen and believe.